Hello, welcome to the next exclusive episode of the Talk Norwich City podcast. It is an absolute pleasure to have this top man join us for a chat on the pod today. He scored, he only scored vital goals for the boys in yellow. He's the Portsmouth poacher, the derby destroyer, the man that single-handedly sent Carrode into pandemonium. It's Simeon Jackson. Firstly, Simeon, thank you so much for taking the time to, to, to join us this evening. How are things with you? I'm good, man. My pleasure. My pleasure. I'm, I'm very good. Good. I'm pleased you're good. I'm even better now. I'm, I'm speaking to you as well, by the way. Let, let's take you right back to the beginning, if you don't mind, Simeon, because um, mm-hmm. you've been on one hell of a journey. Because you were actually, am I right in saying you you're actually born in Jamaica and then you moved to Canada and then you moved to England. So just just give us a whistle-stop tour of each of those places and, and how and why you moved from each one to, to, to the other. Yeah. Um so yeah, I was I was born in Jamaica, and um, I uh, at the age of three, um, I moved to to Canada to live with my aunt and uncle. Yeah, and um, the the reason for that was I think in Jamaica at the time, you know, it's it's not known uh, for a, as a as a footballing uh, professional nation, and and, I, and opportunities were kind of limited um, in that aspect, and um, you know, it was decided by by my parents and family that you know. For, for better opportunities growing up in Canada was the one and and it was uh, so I I grew up in Canada and at the age of 15 um, decided to to give it a chance of, of making it as a as a professional footballer and, and move over to England where um, where I moved in with my um, with my grand aunt and the other side of my family and decided to make a go of it. You must have it's such an incredibly trusting, powerful, incredible family because to do those moves all across the world to pursue yeah. your dream, you must feel so lucky that you've got such a fantastic family. Yeah, definitely. I've always said, you know, my my family's been my support network from 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 day one, and um, you know, in the beginning, it was it was a bit confusing. Uh, because you know, people always ask, you know, where are you from, and you know, why why do you sound like that? Where's your accent from? All this stuff, <laughs> and um, you know, why are you putting on that accent? And I used to get hammered all the time in the dressing room, um, and yeah, it, you know, when I look back on it, I started to ask all these questions, you know, to my parents and and my family. You just realize, you know, how um, how special it all was, and you know, just you know, my my mother being born in England and me having an English passport. Um, from the early stages, because you know, coming up playing football in Canada, it's you know, you, you soon realize that if you want to come and play in Europe, you have to have the paperwork. And mm. you know, I was I was lucky enough to already have that. So um, you know, I think the family all knew that. You know, once I was I was playing, and people started to to recognize that some talent, it was like you know, might as well give it a chance. And um, I'm glad I'm glad they did and, and made those decisions. Absolutely love that. Simeon, um, quite a short question and possibly quite an easy one for you to answer. When was your I've made it moment? When did you realize that, you know, I've made it, I am a professional footballer and I can, you know, actually do this for a job? Uh, I don't actually think you can ever say you've made it. To be honest, you're always, there's always a challenge and there's, there's always things you're learning. And um, if there's anything near to that moment, I think it's, it's kind of when you're full time and you you get paid for the first time. And, you know, someone says to you, right? Yeah. You know, you you sign professional terms. 
um, you're going to get paid to do this. I think that's kind of like a, a moment. Um, but okay. that's where the challenge begins, really. And then you, you end up realizing there's, there's a lot more to it. Absolutely love that because I think that's so important as well. Because if you, th- I guess if you think, oh, I've done it now, I've made it, that's probably when complacency creeps oh. in, right? Yeah, you're going downhill from there, definitely. Um, Simeon, before we go into your Norwich days, because there's so many epic stories to say before that, though, I just wanted to um, get your thoughts on um, the state of Canadian football, believe it or not, because it's one of the things that we're a bit confused about, because obviously, you know, relatively wealthy country, two Mm -hmm. thriving MLS clubs, but Mm -hmm. they can't qualify for major tournaments. And obviously, you know, you've played for Canada, of course, for, for, Mm -hmm. you know, for for years. And, And, you know, why, why, why can you not? take that next level what is it about canada <sighs> how, how much time do you have <laughs> give me a give no, me a give me a minute snapshot it's um it's funny you say that you know it, from the outside looking in it, it does seem confusing and i think that's that's just been the word from it from from the get-go um you know there's a there's a lot of different angles um you know, kind of, there's a lot of people that are, are looking to make the change and there's always been that effort and it's, it's not from a, a lack of trying. Right. I think just, we just haven't got it right as yet. And, um, we're just one of those nations that are just going to continue to work hard at it and, and try and correct it. But, um, it does stem, it did stem from, from, from lower levels up, but there's been massive strides. Um, I can't tell you how, how better it is now. And, you know, with the league starting, which is mm. something that's been crying out for years, um, to finally come in and, and give the young players something to to look up to in front of their face and, you know, be able to get in, in training environments local to where they are and, you know, get, get the foundations right. So there's been massive strides. But, yeah, we, we are still, as you say, far away from it. I haven't qualified. We've been close Um a few times um you know in in my time as well but it just hasn't happened yet and we're just gonna keep going just keep going man and hopefully things will turn well i wouldn't give up the dreams to the live of course current norwich yeah. striker team Ipuki plays for finland and they've never qualified for it for a major and they've finally qualified so you know simeon yeah. it's not over just yet um exactly y- you know what simeon let's now go slightly before norwich uh mm-hmm. gillingham you scored in the 2009 League Two playoff final. Do you think that that was the moment for you where you were like, you know, was that the moment that you thought potentially got you signed for Norwich, or what? What was it that made you end up at Norwich? Uh, it was funny. I remember when I came to Norwich, um, you know, speaking to to to, to the gaffer and you know um, and the staff as well, and they mentioned about you know, kind of watching my, my movement and how I was playing in that, that whole season. And um, I remember my manager at the time, uh, Mark Simpson, was saying, he always say to me in games, he's like, don't really worry about how the game's going or, you know, don't get, you know, disheartened if, you know, you, you, you don't get the chances or, you know, you're not covering any chances. Like, just focus on your movement. And I think, um, you know, when I did Cody Norwich, it was, it was recognising that, my movement was different and that, you know, I brought something different to, right. to the team and, and at Gillingham, that's where I worked on that. That's, you know, I, I diligently worked on that. And Wembley was obviously a, a massive, um, massive achievement, you know, in, in my career. And, 
you know, at the playoff final and, and scoring the winner and stuff, all that is, is amazing. But it was just a, a buildup of a whole season of working on my game and, um, you know, being being a part of a great team that, that went on to, to do that. I remember I remember actually hearing an interview um, from the gaffer at the time and he did actually highlight it was your movement, actually. So it's quite interesting that you know your strengths. I think that's super important. Simeon, um, you arrive at Norwich. You walk through the Colney Gates, you walk out onto the pitch at Carrowed for the first time. How did that feel for you? Oh, it was it was a shock um, because I didn't know anything about um, the move to Norwich. I, I thought I was going somewhere else. Um, there was talk of you know going to, to Leeds and, and some other clubs. Um, and I think we played we played Norwich. Uh, I think it was the last game of the season. And uh, it's just, I didn't really think much of it. Uh, you know, I didn't look at it and say, oh, you know, I could potentially come here. I just thought, wow, this is this place is rocking. And look at this pitch. This pitch is decent. And, <laughs> you know, they, they, they're a good side. So, you know, I was like, wow, these, these guys are good. But okay. I never actually thought I would um, I would, I would be here. And, and actually turning up. And I think we ended up playing Gillingham in one of my first games that I wasn't allowed to play. And I was just like, wow. Like, you know, a few weeks ago or a few months ago, I was on the other side and now I'm here. I was like, wow. Was it, was it, do you think that that move, could you cope with that move? I know you did, but in your head, were you thinking this is going to take a lot for me to take this next step up or did it feel like you were ready for that step up to Norwich? I felt ready. I felt ready just because there's always that hunger of, you know, wanting to play at a higher level and just waiting for that opportunity. And when it comes, you're just like, right, you know, whatever I need to do, I'll do it. Um, and, uh, I think that was my mindset going in, but then as when you get in, you know, get in the environment for the first time and you see, you know, how good the team is and the, the demand that was, that was put on us from early. Um, I remember the first, uh, preseason training, uh, session and the gaffer literally said to us, he said, right. Um, whoever doesn't believe that we're going to get promoted again, just get up and leave. Wow. And, uh, I was like, okay. <laughs> so straight away, you kind of knew what the level was and what, you know, the direction we were going. And you just had to grow with that. You know, you had to grow as every day as it came and, and, and worked, worked as hard as you could and, you know, um, and, and, and strive for that. That is awesome to hear. Simeon, we've got to talk about your striking partnership with Grant Hull. What was it like <laughs> playing alongside such a legend? I'm actually disappointed he's not playing, to be honest, because I'd love to play with another Grant Holt now. <laughs> it made it made my my job so much easier. Um, he would get you know beat up and have to go and you know compete and win all the aerial battles, and I would just sniff off of his knockdowns and you know he created loads. He just create space for you and chances and. Um, you know, made my job a lot, a lot easier. And, and they're hard to find now. Um, There's only know, one Grant Holt, isn't there? Yeah, there is, there is. But, you know, you'd love to find a replacement for him. Um, I think I might be, be lucky enough to have one here at, at Stevenage now. <laughs> he's, um, he, he's, a, he's a handful as well. But no, Grant Holt, he was a great partner, strike partner to play with. And, and away from Holty, who, who else did you enjoy playing with? Because, of course, there was some outstanding players in that squad you're in. I mean, Wes Houlihan, Crofts, Fox, Sermon. Yeah, 
Yeah, all of them, all of them you just mentioned, just just top creative players. Um, you know, Wes would just kind of blow you away with what you do in training, and Suris was just fit as anything and would find you find a pass for you. And you just you just knew going into every game you'd have chances. It, it was just. It was just really good to play in. Um, you knew your role. You know what you had to bring to the team, and you just went out and did it. And you know that those those teams are few and far between, man. And, and, and that that side, of course, produced some exceptional results over the years. There's there's three absolutely blockbuster results that we're going to go through, and then the first one that we're going to talk about is, of course, Ipswich one, Norwich City five. Such an intense rivalry, of course, and to mo- to demolish them like we did, and of course, you scored from from Grant Holt's cross, of course, and um, you know, you, I remember you celebrating with the Norwich fans. What was that moment like for you? Oh, it's just special. It's just so special. Um, you know, doing it at you know their ground as well, and you know the the run that we were on, and just the timing of it all was was, was just amazing. And you, you know, you don't go into a game thinking you're going to put five past anyone. You just go out there knowing that you can implement your game, and it's just one of those nights. Everything just just came just went off or came off for us, and um, just a delighted delightful time. I I just I vividly remember Simeon. I'm not just saying. It, I promise you, it was the it was my favourite game to, that I've ever been to. And I remember when you scored, mm-hmm. came to the fans, and you gave it the the badge pant with the fist, and I thought, <laughs> oh my god, just the sheer passion on your face. And it just, you know what, it fired Norwich fans up. And I think, you know, I I, I, st- I wish there was more, even more of that in the game today. And you know, that that's that's only the first game, but of course, we we cannot do this podcast without talking about this game, Norwich three. Derby two, you you complete one of the most iconic hat tricks of all time in yellow. Your second was divine. You, you lofted the keeper with a curling effort in front of the Barkley, and then that last goal came. I mean, wow! I mean, what, I need to ask you: How did you feel? What did you feel? What happened? Um, that was that was just the, one of the best purple patches I've, I've had in my career so far. It hasn't. I haven't had another one like it yet. I'm hoping it comes now. Uh, <laughs> Um, and I just remember around that time, um, it was quite a significant time because I, I lost my uncle, um, who was, um, a very important part of my life, uh, just before I signed for Norwich and I always, um, you know, he, he was a big influence on, on my career and my life and, uh, he never really got to see me play, um, you know, for, for Norwich or, you know, in the Premier League and, mm. At that, just before that time, I was. I remember when I came in, and I thought, okay, there's, there's a top strike force here. You know, you got Holty, you've got Chrissy Martin, you've got Wes. You know, these guys have scored twenty goals each last year. And I was like, right, I'm gonna have to, you know, work my way in or wait for my chance and just know that I can contribute. And I always said to myself throughout the whole year, I was like, I'm gonna get my chance. My chance is gonna come, and I'm, I'm gonna do something big here. And I just had that feeling throughout the whole season. It was tough at times, um, you know, not playing and, and waiting for your chance. But, you know, the manager kind of, you know, brought us all in and, you know, told us we were all important and part of it. And funny enough, I was I was asked to go on loan in the January. Right. Yeah, I was, uh, I was asked to go on loan. I think the club wanted to bring in um, Mikel Smith from Peterborough. Okay, yeah. I heard about it and the gaff called me and said, you know, what do I think? And I said, well, Gaffer, no, I, I don't want to go because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I want to fight for my chance. You know, you, you, you told us that, you know, we all play a big part and, 
you know, I'm, I'm going to keep fighting for my chance. Yeah. And he said, okay. So that was January. And then just after that, I remember going away with Canada and something just clicked. I just went into this place and I just came back from that. And I was like, I'm just, just going for it. And it was around the time when it was like a year, I think a few, I think it was what, how many years now? It was like second anniversary for, for when my uncle passed and something yeah. just clicked for me. And, and I remember going into those games, just with a clear focus and, from the Scunthorpe game, the first hat trick, and just from from then, I just got into this place, and yeah, that that derby at at the, at the time of the derby uh, game, it was it was just routine. Um, wow, it was getting into the zone before and and just knowing that, especially as I said, when you're playing in that sort of team, you just know you're going to get chances, and you just you know you're just kind of waiting for them. It was just such a rich vein of form, and I'm I'm so interested to to hear about your your uncle. Of course, I'm very sorry, but interested to hear about that because it's clear to me that 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 almost gave you more. It gave you more energy, more fire, more desire, more passion to do what you did on the pitch. Mm-hmm. And so and so when that goal goes in against Derby, I I remember kind of I mean, no offense, but your celebration was absolutely awful because you didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> You, no. you, you, your arms were all over the place. I mean, yeah. and then of course the, you know, the, the, the famous commentary, it's chaos at Car Road. And it, and it was, I mean, a man jumped onto the advertising board, falling over. I've <laughs> yeah. never heard noise like it in my life, but I, I honestly would have passed out if that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's as you say, I think for any, for, for every goal, there's a moment where you just feel like, it's just a euphoric feel. Um, I usually hit you straight away, but this one was like, Oh, because I didn't know anything about it. So it was just yeah. like, you know, I just was in the mix and the ball came across and I just remembered seeing Rush about uh, Russ about to strike it. Yeah. And the next thing I'm seeing the ball in the net and I just don't know what happened. <laughs> um, and I'm running off and you're just like, wow, like, it's, you know, it's, it's just one of those moments you can't, you can't begin to describe, man. The luckiest goal of your career? Definitely, <laughs> but probably the best. And now, of course, yes. the, the the third in the in the trilogy of of, um, of these epic games was championship business end of the season, Portsmouth away. Mm-hmm. Foxy whips in what can only be described as the best through ball in the history of our club. <laughs> Put, puts it on the back of it, right on the on the back of your head, and yeah. you know, and it flies in the back of the, of the net. And again, again. You do it in front of the Norwich fans, and just describe yeah. your feeling again. Yeah, it's 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 just amazing, man. Like even think about it now. Like funny because Foxy was. I said, <laughs> I remember I had this conversation with Foxy every time I see him. I said, if we come back again and reincarnate me, I want to play with you from when I'm like a kid. Because <laughs> you just get me. You'd get me in like you know I'd be playing for Man United because. He just he could find the path, and you would just have to tell him once. Like I remember so many times in games, even in training or in a game, I say to Fox, "I'm like, look, next time I'm going to make this run," and he would just find you. And wow. um, and that 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 ball that he played was he had no reason to find me because I was on the other end. I was knackered from running in the channel from the one before, <laughs> and I think I must have I hit one across goal that that uh, went wide, and I was thinking, "Oh, I'm blowing here," and then. Um, yeah, and then he picks the ball up, and I'm like, right, I know he's going to try and put it, so just try and get get on the end of it. And um, yeah, and, and it, it was a header, and um, it's funny because my my all my looks like important goals are headers. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, 
went in and then you're just in front of the fans and you just kind of zone out, man. It's, it's amazing. And, you know, of course, there was some amazing scenes and celebrations on, on the pitch, but, um, you know, and, and I don't mind telling you, we've just had David Fox on the podcast as well. Oh, wicked. And, um, you know, I just thought he, he did divulge into the fact you had a few beverages that night after the game. Did you have a good <laughs> yeah. night? Did you have a good night on the town? Yeah, we all did. Just just know that we all did. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely love that. Um, and did, were you fairly uh, you, were you fairly hung over the next day, Simeon, or did you keep it sensible? Oh. I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm usually sensible to be honest, but I think that, yeah, I, mean, I, was, I was, you I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I just couldn't sleep. Like waking up the next day, like we were all just like, wow. Like you're just stunned. Do you actually thought about like, you know, what happened and, um, you know, what it all meant. And we were just like, you know, a couple of us went on the coach on the way back. We were just like, mm. yeah, you just, you know, shell shock really. When you, when you, of course, that that, that moment happens, you, you go to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. What was it like for you and, and your family, and what sort of impact did it have on you personally? Oh, it was massive. It, it was massive. It was, you know, everything you'd ever dreamt about as a kid, um, and you know the the financial reward from it. Just you know, I'd never thought about you know being at that kind of level and and, and earning that kind of money, but. You know, and, and and it coming into play, it just things just change in front of you that you don't even realize. Um, you know, it, it's it's it, it has a massive impact. You know, and, and um, you you're never actually really ready for it. You just kind of have to grow with it as it mm. happens. And um, yeah, it was it was just a, an amazing time, and you know, a lot of uh, adapting definitely. When you look back on your time at at Norwich, Simeon, what would you say? Was your was the moment, the highlight, the ten seconds? What was it? <laughs> no, it's it's. There's so many, man. There's so many because being along, being involved in a journey like that, like from day one, there's just so many. You know, the 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 whole getting promoted that that's massive. Um, looking back now. You know, at my age now, I'm looking at it. I'm like, well, even with all of that involved, the the thing that stands out was scoring my my first Premier League goal. I kind of underrated that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I kind of underestimated that of how how big that was. You know, in in my career and the whole build up, um, to to be able to to say that and, and do that, but. Yeah, that's such hard, mate. You can't ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to try and be under a bit of pressure. And of course, yeah. Simeon, a, a massive, you bring up a fantastic point there, a massive deal scoring your first goal in the Premier League. And of mm. course, then a, across the pond, that might have had quite, it must have had such an impact back at, back in Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. It was huge the, the whole period because, you know, the, even the, the getting promoted was massive because, um, you know, there's not many Canadian players that, that have played in the Premier League and, you know, to, to jump onto that list, you know, the Paul Salteris and the Craig Forrest and guys that I watched, you know, as a kid um, to be kind of, you know, mentioned amongst that now. And and it was it was just amazing. And, yeah, it did um, it did open open um, some eyes over there. And for me, it was it was just so – I was so happy that I could – do for kids that you know what those guys before me did you know and there's a big thing waking up in Canada on a Saturday watching we had a show called Soccer Saturday yeah yeah you know watching watching these guys play and 
being in the Premier League and just knowing that, you know, I was I was doing that, you know, for the younger generation as well. It was just just amazing. Man. Who were you most looking forward to when you when you got promoted? What 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 was the first fixture you looked at and went, Oh my god, I can't believe I'm gonna play there? Uh it was scary because I didn't really look at the fixture. Like you did, but you didn't there was so much work to be done you wouldn't even you you take it literally one day at a time and one game at a time. Of course. Uh, and then but I remember the the first one was that kinda was a shock was playing um Chelsea away at Stanford Bridge and yeah. coming out for the warm up because that was quite early on and seeing drug by and you know these guys and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, like we're this is like you're here now, um, and trying not to do the starstruck kid. Yeah, like, no, yeah, I'm 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 a player here as well. Like, yeah, I'm you know I'm I'm gonna come on and, and do what I need to do and separate yourself from you know you the the the, the child in you that wants to be like, oh, can you sign this room, please? Like, you know, I was gonna say that, Simeon. You know, let let's talk about the old shit factor. So yeah. you go, do you, are you a shirt swapper? Was that something that you did? Did you try and almost not do it because it wasn't cool? What was the sort of Yeah, it's, oh, it's so horrible, man. Like, <laughs> you don't want to be that guy. Like, you don't want to be that guy that's like, you know, asking for every shirt. But there's times where you're just like, no, like, I have to get his shirt. Like, there's no way I cannot ask, him, you know? <laughs> Who are those and, players? Yeah, so like, you know, I... I um you know, like Jermaine Defoe and like, you know, like the joggers and stuff like you, you, you didn't want to be that guy, but you kind of felt like, you had well, to. if I don't, I'd be an idiot if I didn't. Um, <laughs> so have you still got the yeah. shirts now? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. Love that. Um, Framed but, uh, on the wall? No, not yet. No, I've, I've kind of at the stage where I'm like, um, you're not ready for that. No, not yet. No, funny enough. Um, and I kind of have to decide which ones I want where. If I want some in Canada, I want some here. So I'm like, mm, which one's going where? But no, it's um, that, that'll come. But uh, yeah, I, at that time, uh, to answer your question, it was more of trying to separate that. Um, yeah. More of like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to do a job. Like mm. I'm at work, mm. so you know, I have to go out and forget about all that. I want to talk about. 2012-13, Simeon, if you don't mind, because I think it's fair to say that you fell out of favour at the club. Um, that must have been an extremely difficult moment in your career for you. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I think that was obviously that our second year. You know, we just stayed up and um, your manager comes in and, you know, has his own ideas and kind of have to um, show him what you're about. You know, show him show me your worth and what, what, you know, what you can do. And, um, it was tough, but it was, it was nothing that I, I wasn't accustomed to because coming to Norwich was tough anyway, you know, yeah. with, with that were, you know, as I said, coming into that team that had that success prior. Um, and you had to, you know, earn your, earn your spot and earn your chance. And, um, you know, I did get a few chances, um, in between. It's funny, you know, some fans always say, Oh, you know, you, didn't really get a fair crack at it, et cetera, but this is football, man. Like, you know, you you might only get one crack at it and, you know, you just have to give it your best and, and sometimes it doesn't work out. But it was funny because I, um, I think my, my contract was, I was in the final year of my contract and um, the club offered me an extension and I think it was like a year, there was a year option and I was like, well, I'm not playing, you know, I want to play, I want to stay, but I also want to play. Yeah, sure. And I thought, well, 
what's the best thing to do? And at the time, I was like, well, I can't sign it now because I need to be playing. You know, if I sign this contract and I'm not playing anyway, what's the point kind of thing? Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I decided to, to see my contract out and, you know, and, and then obviously um, end up taking the, the option of going to Germany and, and trying the Bundesliga for a bit. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's tough, man. And that, that's professional sport. It's just what, what you're involved in. Simeon, of course, there, there's a lot of Norwich fans um, that, that are listening right now, um, and I don't, I don't think you, you really had had the chance to say, you know, to say bye. And uh, do, do you have a message for those Norwich fans? Because you're still looked upon in 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 such a positive light. Do you have a message for those Norwich fans that supported you? Just, just thank you, man. I'm just so grateful. Just so grateful to to come to the club when I did, and you know to have can say I I shared those experiences of you know the promotion and, and playing in the in the Premier League with the club and I'm just so grateful to them. Like even now, you know, they're still the best fans ever. Like when you come back to Norwich and you know you, you see a Norwich fan anywhere around the world, they'll like say hi and you know kind of um you know sh- share their uh share their gratitude and and that's just what I have for them. And, and yeah, I just want to say thank you to them for the time that I was there and, and now as well. That is the Yellow Army for you, Simeon. And I just want to say thank you very much. We could talk for a lot longer, but that is all we've got time for in this episode. So I just want to say a huge thank you to you, Simeon, for coming on. And of course, all of the Norwich fans listening around the world right now, if you've enjoyed this one, don't forget to give us a five-star review on iTunes and make sure you're following at Talk Norwich City on social media for the best city content on the internet. Finally, Simeon, there's only one thing left to say. Do you know what that is? On the ball city. Yay, on the ball city. Thanks, Simeon. Cheers. Thank you.